Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and come on, y'all, and start writing your own. I always tell people to always lead with their gifts, their passion, and don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My interviews that I do on Money Making Conversations always provide the consumer, that's you, or business owners, access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. My next guest is truly an industry decision maker. My next guest's name is Ash Cash. He's one of the nation's top financial educators, personal bank personal finance experts, business coach, motivational speaker, a former 15-year banking executive, and the author of many books, including four Amazon.com bestsellers. He's been featured on many media outlets such as CNN, The New York Times, Wall Street Journal, America Banker, CNBC, TheStreet.com, Black Enterprise, Essence Magazine, and Ebony. He is dubbed as the financial motivator. He uses a culturally responsive approach in teaching financial literacy, wealth building, and entrepreneurship. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation He's my friend, Ash Cash. <laughs> Brother Rashad, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Uh, it's a pleasure. You know I had to throw on my money-making shirt on. Absolutely. Because it's money-making conversation, so we had to make it happen. Well, the great thing about it is that uh, watching you build your career and watching you... Uh, you know, stay on the sideline, watch people. That's how people don't understand. You don't have to jump out there immediately to say, I've arrived. You should have come with some experience. Let's talk about your background a little bit on being able to make you an authority, make you authentic, make you organically appreciated by the people who you give advice to. How did it all start for you? Yes, yeah, it, it, it started uh, 19 years old, straight out of, of high school, actually. Uh, I was working at a video store. Uh, rest in peace to Blockbuster Videos. Uh, and I knew that I didn't want to, uh, you know, be a store manager. And one day, one of the assistant managers said that they were hiring at Chase Bank for tellers. Uh, and so I said, oh, you know what? I, you know, let, let, let me just test it out. I love money. Let me just go test it out. Um, and so I started my career as a, as a teller uh, at 19 years old. Uh, and I did everything, you know, in, in banking from teller to personal banking to a private banker, branch manager. Uh, I was a CEO of a credit union. Um, and while I was working, though, uh, one of my my joy, I used to go uh, to, to, to jails, uh, you know, Rikers Island, to churches, to community based organizations and teach financial literacy. Um and I'm a big Jay-Z fan, so in the, in the words of, of, of the Honorable Sean Carter, uh, there's much bigger issues in the world I know, so I first had to take care of the world I know. Mm-hmm. And so I figured, I said, you know what, I, I want to do this for a living. And so from there, uh, I just decided, like, how do I make money? Uh, how do I make impact, number one, but then how do I make an income and an impact? Um, and that's when I wrote my first book in 2009 uh, and really just kind of, you know, became a speaker, became a financial educator. Um, and then, you know, he, here I am today, still doing the same thing, uh, still still a financial educator, but, but really, uh, you know, doing it at a, at a level uh, that allows me to have, you know, more impact. Uh, and you know, combine that with, with with income as well. You know, Ash, when we when when I brought you on the show, bring you on the show, the whole process is just to break down a lot of things that people fear, and people fear money, and people yeah. fear banks. Banks intimidate people. Taxes intimidate people. 
What's the common effect, you know, because you've been in the bank and you've seen all those different layers that you have. What is the number one common denominator that people have and not be afraid of when they bank? Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think first and foremost is is knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then second, second of all, it's the mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, once you have knowledge, the, uh, uh, people are afraid of, of what they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what happens is that a lot of people don't really understand how banking works, how taxes work. They don't understand that part of the game. And so what they attach themselves to is other people's experiences, other what, what other people go through, which is normally the negative stuff. Um, and so they attach themselves to that negative aspect of it. And so that becomes their reality. But if they start to, you know, get knowledgeable, right, the more mm-hmm. uh, we understand how things work, um, that is going to, the knowledge is going to change our mindset. And then our mindset is going to, to, to let us know um, that these are, you know, banking is a tool. Money is a tool. You know, taxes even. Are, are, it's a tool yes. and if you know how to use it the right way you can actually use it you know in, in your favor you know it's really funny when we know just hearing your conversation I smile because you know you was talking about how people can stop you from doing your dreams you know and it, it, they have negative spirits because you can go to people they're going to have a negative story before they have a good story that's that's fact of life. And so, and in the beginning, I always tell people, you know, don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning and living your dream. At the age of 19, you know, you left Blockbuster and went to a bank. And then you started having dreams or thoughts of running the bank, being an executive. Talk about people who didn't believe that you could do that. They, they questioned you and said, no, nah, you're just going to be a teller. No, nah, you're not going to ever run a credit union because that stops so many people's dreams and they allow those negative moments to dominate and then redirect their dreams. Yeah, I think I think, I think think it's important um, that, you know, uh, you, you can't, you can't, excuse me, I don't know if you hear the dog barking. I heard it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I, I, th- I think it's important that, um, you know, when you have a dream, you have to realize that the dream was given to you for a particular reason. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people are so interested in, um, you know, what their family has to say, what their friends have to say, not realizing that the dream wasn't given to them. And so uh, I was met with a lot of opposition uh, when I had this dream of being a banker, when I had a dream of, you know, being a branch manager, because, the truth of the matter is that, you know, the, the, the finance industry is 2%, you know, black, right? It's 2% minority. And so when, when you know, you see, so uh, you know, a, a black guy who's from the from the hood, you know, right? I grew up in St. Nicholas <laughs> Projects in Harlem. And so, uh, you know, black guy from Harlem who doesn't have the education that, that was necessary. Um, I had a lot of naysayers. I had a lot of people telling me what I could and couldn't do. Uh, but the one thing is that I just had to attach myself to that vision. I had to attach myself uh, to that goal and make sure that I, that I just stay focused on it. One, you know, uh, they always say representation matters. Um, and the one thing, all I needed to see is one person. I didn't need to see a thousand people. I just right. needed to see one person mm-hmm. that looked like me that did what I wanted to do. And once I saw that one person, that's who I locked in on. And everything that everybody said or everybody, all the naysayers, it really didn't matter to me because I knew it was possible. And that belief system, that mindset of knowing it's possible was all I needed. And so I would tell anybody who has this dream, don't don't share your dream with somebody who has not 
lived your dream or is it has experienced your dream or is experiencing it because they're coming from a space of they don't have the knowledge, right? And so if if, if you're looking to, to, to have a successful relationship, you can't talk to somebody who's never been in a relationship and get and get relationship advice from them. If you're looking for money advice, you can't talk to somebody who doesn't have money experience. Like you have to have money making conversations with people <laughs> who know how to make money, been around money, who understand money. So that way that that advice is, is coming from a, a place of where you want to be or where you want to go. But though, once you get their advice, it doesn't mean you hold on to it because things go. change too, right? Mm-hmm. You take their advice and then now you you mold it, you yes. you create it for you so it could it, it'll be tailor-made for you, and mm-hmm. then you move forward from there. Yeah, that's what I love. That's why I was excited about bringing you on the show because you live my mantra, you know, stop reading other people's success stories. That's their advice, you know, yes. and start writing your own because their pathway or how they got there is different. Their age is different. Their gender may be different. The what you know, their 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 parental support may be different. And so but the advice is important. Just don't try to live it the way they and, and achieve it the way they achieved it. But more importantly, when I when I listen to you communicate all these 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 nuggets of information about your your history, and I tell people between the ages of eighteen and twenty three are important because that's when you are you out there being yourself, you you champion your own causes. You know, you may not be married yet. You may be just a a guy inspired or female inspired about your dreams. When you get out of that, when you hit your 30s and 40s, is when your dreams may get shifted out of pocket. Now, as you were starting to grow, what started shifting and in, in who helped you stay online, Ash? Because I yeah. always call those people important. I had a lot of people who just stepped to the plate and went, Rashawn, are you crazy, yeah. Rashawn? So, so, Don't so do I, that. So I, yeah, so so I, I, I would say first and foremost, um, you know, I, 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 have to, I have to say my wife, right? Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, when I met her, um, you know, uh, we worked at the bank together, actually. Um, and she was my biggest champion. She saw a lot in me that I didn't even really see yet. It took me a while for me to see it. Right. And so she was always uh, speaking life to me. Right. She was always telling me, you know, like if I accepted something that was less than, you know, what 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 I what I knew or or less than what I deserve, she would be like, nah, you need to you need to step that up. Right. Right. Um, and, right. So, and so and so definitely my, my wife was a big part of my success. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also. Oddly enough, it was uh, people I, I never even met, right? Because a lot of, um, you know, my neighborhood, growing up how I grew up, um, you know, I didn't have access to business mentors. I didn't have access to people that could directly mentor me. Um, and so a lot of, part of my success was reading books. Part of my success was watching documentaries. Part of my success was really um, just just understanding that, you know, other people have done what I want to do. They laid the blueprint, uh, and I and I stay motivated by always, you know, focusing on you know somebody's story that you know that that I said, oh wow, this person came, you mm-hmm. know, from 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 the neighborhood. Oh, this, you oh, oh, this person is 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 you know has nine brothers and sisters. They grow up in the inner city too, mm-hmm. and they and they got two Emmys, and they you know what I'm saying? Right, and, right. It, it was those type of stories that got me to, that 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 really kind of allowed me to to continue pushing. So I would definitely say 
you know, my, you know, my wife, mm -hmm. uh, I would definitely say, you know, stories of, you know, documentaries, celebrities, mm -hmm. uh, business people, you know, Reginald Lewis was a big, you know, awesome. uh, you know, you know, a big, big, uh, mm -hmm. uh, success, uh, you know, a, a big influence in my life, black enterprise, right. Alfred Edmund, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a lot of people who I've watched from afar, uh, but, but then eventually, and not to get philosophical, but eventually, as you start vibrating on the <laughs> on the energy of success, mm -hmm. you start to now attract success, right? Success attracts success. And so as I started to had to pretend and create these mentors in my head, as I started to get successful, I now started to, to attract other successful people who have now been my mentors directly. And so, I, I, you know, I, I would say it's a combination of you know of of what I read, who, who I attracted, and then also my my, my wife True. as well. I'm speaking to Ash Cash. He's the founder and chief financial educator at Mind Right Money Management, a financial education and media company that been that, that blends psychology and personal finance with music, pop culture, and relevant news to help people manage their money. It's the key to this conversation about managing your money, but also your lifestyle. Better in order to live the life that you want. And that's important because so many people make mistakes when they I always say look in the other person's yard. You know, just because they got a rose don't mean you have to have a rose or the, your rose that big. You can buy a small rose for a lot less money and let it grow to that. But a lot of people want to match up. And that's a lot of that's what a lot of people make errors with money. They want to match up to what they think is successful. Like you said earlier, in a lot of your tech area, financial area, you see very few black people or people that look like you. Well, that's why blacks a lot of times are attracted to sports because sports are dominated by African-Americans. 65% of the NFL is black. Over 80% of the NBA is black. And so they, oh, that's, a, that's they feel that's easy. But still, in anything you do, Ash, there is work. There is competition. Let's take the blinders off the fake game. Just because you see a lot of us don't mean it's easy. Talk to us. Yeah, all that, and, and I, lo I love I love that you said that because I think that's that's what happens, right? Uh, especially now uh, because we have social media, mm -hmm. um, and so social media um, is the highlight reel. So you see the highlight reel, um, and people say, "Oh, if, if, if he could do it, then I could do it." But people don't see the sleepless nights. People don't see uh, the the you know the first you're the first to wake up, the last to go to bed. You know, <laughs> they, people don't see the, the the grind that goes behind that. Um, and so I think I think number one. Um, that's why when they say life is a is, is a journey, not a destination, that's important for people to realize that if, if if success is a place for you, then you're doing it wrong. Success can't be a place. Success can't say, I'm successful when I reach this place. That's absolutely false. You're successful when you wake up every single day with purpose. You're successful when you say, you know what? This is what I want, but I, I love the process that has taken me to get there because I promise you, once you get to whatever destination is there is, there's going to be something else. You're going to stop. You're going to rest if you must. But then you're, you know, you're going to say, oh, I want, you know, this now. I desire this. And then now there's going to be another journey, right? The journey doesn't stop. And so understand that don't look at somebody else's success and 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 fall in love with the highlight reel. Don't fall in love with you know the the what they're posting on social media. Find out what is the process. What process did they take to get to that level? And you know what is that process? And can you fall in love with the process? 
If you cannot fall in love with the process, the success isn't for you, right? If you can't fall in love right. with the process of what 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 it entails to 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 attain right. what you want to attain, then you should be focused on something else every single day, right? My goal is to inspire and motivate people to be the best that they could possibly be. Whether I got a dime for it or not, I I am that. Right. In my being, I am inspiration. In my being, I am motivation. And so it doesn't feel like work. I know people say if you if you find if you find a job that you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And so when I say it doesn't feel like work, I don't mean that there aren't times where I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> I love right? it. Love I'm not it. saying that. I still love it. Right. Love, 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 love and tired are not mutually exclusive. Right. I can still love it and still be tired. Right. It still yes. needs to rest. Right. But just understand, though. That once I get going, I'm like, ah, right, this is this is this is what I'm meant to do. This is what I love to do. And so, you know, I need everybody to who's who's after success, just know that it's a journey to it and make sure you fall in love with that journey. Yeah, it's so funny you say that. Cause I always tell people I get up at four o'clock in the morning, Monday through Friday. I say, I'm not happy getting up. I said, but I know that's part of the journey. And I always tell and share the story with people about my wife. One time she asked me to, she asked to drive me to the airport. You know, and she said, wow, you just you just don't stop, do you? I said, well, it's not a question of me stopping. It's just, these are part of my goals. You put goals in place, you have to reach them. And she said, uh, she said, do you ever get tired? And I told her, I said, I'm tired right now. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I had to tell that story because I knew you would appreciate what I'm saying because, look, man, Absolutely. look, just because I'm moving forward don't mean I don't want to lay down. But that's not part of the mission. And then I and I want to throw you a compliment. I'm a big rapper. I'm a big rapper friend. And my, my all-time favorite rapper is, is Tupac. Tupac, I, nobody can tell me nothing wrong about Tupac. And it has nothing to do with your size, nothing to do with your color. But just listening to that, those, those, those I'm gonna call them lyrics that you just laid about motivation and inspiration. Man, if you'd have dropped a biggie small beat underneath you, <laughs> boy, <laughs> boy, I'm telling you, I'd have took off. I'd have took off. Ash, I'd have took off. <laughs> Because <laughs> it, 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 it felt like I was listening to the Biggie Small of Motivational and Financial Expert. But you've been dubbed That's like it. that. You've been dubbed a financial motivator, haven't you? Absolutely. Yeah. I've been and, and you know, you know, the funny thing about that is because, you know, like I said, I'm I am fight, I am motivation. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you know, when I teach and, and that's what makes me different, right? When I teach finance, uh, I'm not teaching I mean, finance could be boring, right? So I'm not teaching it from a perspective of, oh, you know, you know, one plus one equals two. Number one is the mindset, right? And that's why mm -hmm. my company is called Mind Right Money Management because you have to have your mind right before you get your money right. Um, but then, you know, uh, I, I just believe that this. I believe that every single day that you wake up, <laughs> right. it's a blessing. Everything else is a bonus, right? Right, right? And so with that level of excitement, I need people to be excited. Mm -hmm. I want you to be excited with the opportunity to earn. Mm -hmm. I want you to be excited that you even have a, a opportunity to fulfill your dream. You mm -hmm. don't don't only be excited because your dream is fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Be excited that you have the opportunity. There are 150,000 people that die every single day mm -hmm. who wish they had the opportunity that you have. And mm -hmm. so I just wake up inspired mm -hmm. and motivated and thankful to God that I have another opportunity to mm -hmm. talk to people. And so, you know, you know, uh, uh, I don't drink coffee. So this energy <laughs> that you get right now, this is, this is, this is nothing but water. This is H2O. I don't drink coffee, but it's just an excitement. And that's why they call me the financial motivator because, you know, I have a, a special way um, of, of using that excitement for life right. uh, to teach you about finance because I also 
believe that abundance is our birthright. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's not something that we should be begging for. It isn't something that we should be compromising ourselves for. It is our actual birthright. And the more you can get to the money, the more you can get to your to, to the money, the more you can get to the purpose, right? So when you start leading with purpose and you start doing and being who you are every single day, that is what's going to allow you to uh, uh, command the income that you want to command. And the more income, right? I know Biggie said more money, more problems, but <laughs> the more income, the more impact, right? Yes, more yes, income, yes, more yes, impact. Yes, and so that's yes. what it's about. It's about yes. having motivating people to get to the bag, right? Motivating people yeah. to get to that financial abundance. That's their birthright. So mm -hmm. that way they can have more impact. Mm -hmm. Right. I've, I've been broke before. Yes. Right. I've had I've, I've been at spaces where I'm counting and figuring out how I'm going to pay bills. Yes. I'm not my 100 percent self. Yes. Right. I'm not giving you all of Ash Cash mm -hmm. if, if I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to rob Peter to pay Paul. Mm -hmm. but, but but I promise you when I when, I, when I'm in my purpose and the income is matching the impact, I get the impact more. And so it's it, it, that motivation piece is very, very necessary. It's very. It's, it's, so, by the way, I don't drink coffee either. Oh, I don't drink yes. tea. I don't drink alcohol. Not because I just don't like the taste. I, yes. If people do it, I, I'm proud of. It. And so, yep. so because again, is my I get up because my body tell me to get up. Uh, but I always tell people this: the reason I get up because I I have a reason to get up. A lot of people just go to bed, Ash. They just dive in bed and and then the, and then when the alarm go off, they mad or they don't know. But when that alarm go off. What drags me out of bed is that I know what I have to do, and it's by planning for success and about putting forth that effort. And so, when you like you said, when Biggie said more money, more problems, all he's saying is, look, you can get more money, which means that you're gonna have to put more effort on what you're gonna do with it. And that's what this conversation that we're having is about effort. Everybody wants to be a great athlete. Everybody wants to be a great singer. Everybody wants to be rich. Everybody wants a big house. Taxes come with that. Electrical bills come with that. Gas bills. All of it's much more. You know, I, I remember when uh, I was reading John Sally, when he had his house, he bought the big house in Detroit. He said he had like a, a $17,000 electric bill. Okay, guess what? He bought a big house. That's what right. came with it. He kept right. the lights on. He All those bedrooms had to be all the tall. All that stuff come with it. And that's what more money, more problems. As a motivator. What do you what do you tell people who get frustrated when the dream isn't what they thought it would be when they arrived? Yeah, I I, th I think that um, so the first thing I tell them uh, is, is 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 be grateful, be grateful that you know that this is this isn't what you want. Yes, right. It is it is as important to know what you don't want as it is to know what you do want, right? Mm -hmm. Because knowing what you don't want will get you to what you want faster. There are many things that, that I thought I wanted. I was like, oh, this is oh, this is it. I'm gonna put my blood, sweat, and tears, and then I get to this destination and I'm like, oh, that's it. Mm -hmm. But but now it it kind of it kind of weeds out all of the all of the all of the things. And so I don't, I don't, um, you know, I don't think it's a loss, right? A mm -hmm. loss isn't a loss, it's a lesson, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's not a loss, it's really a lesson. And so for those who get frustrated, I think I think frustration uh is a great tool if you use it right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because some people use frustration as a way to stop. Yes. Some people use frustration as a way to give up. Yes. Some people use frustration to say, you know what, I'm not doing this no more. Right. But you need to know you have to use frustration as a barometer. Right. I'll give I'll give you an example. If you ever are driving late night on any any highway. Mm -hmm. Right. And for whatever reasons, 
you get tired and you start veering left. What's going to happen? You're going to you're going to run across those ridges in the road. It's right. going to wake you up. It's yes. going to make that noise and mm-hmm. it's going to wake you up. Mm-hmm. Imagine if the ridges weren't there. If the ridges mm-hmm. weren't there. You'll probably hit the divider. You'll t- you'll swirl around. You'll cause a, a bad accident. Mm-hmm. And so those ridges on the side, when you get tired and you start you start veering left or veering right, it's a it's a it's a wake up call. It's like, yo, wake up. You mm-hmm. about, you 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 you, you got to get up. You about mm-hmm. to crash. Mm-hmm. Frustration is that negative negativity, right? Negative feelings. Yeah. It's that. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's you. It's not for you to scoff at it. It is. It is a. It is a barometer. Mm-hmm. When you start doing something, you start to get frustrated, and you're like, ah, I hate this. Yeah. Then just don't stop. Yes. Just take it as a sign that you need to regroup. That the negativity, that negative feeling that you have, is telling you that you are on the wrong track. Yes. And now you got to figure out how do I how do I go back to the middle? How do mm-hmm. I go back to this road so mm-hmm. I could go in the in the direction I need to go? And so anybody who's feeling frustration, good, good that you're frustrated. <laughs> yes. You either care about this thing or mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be doing it. So mm-hmm. now take a step back, analyze why are you frustrated? How can you release this frustration? And 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 what should you be doing? Because now mm-hmm. that you know what you don't want to do or don't like to do, what mm-hmm. are the things that you should be doing? Yeah, it's, it's two things. Uh, thank you for that. That the blessing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that little clip out and put it on my socials and promote you, my brother. But the other ways you're promoting yourself, you have the Ash Cash Show, a daily live financial news show, which streams Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on your YouTube channel. And it provides what we just heard, motivation and advice on finance, entrepreneurship, and more. And then I recently appeared on the Vault with Ash Cash. Woo! With downtown Atlanta. Stepped in and met the, met the crew where he uh, speaks with successful tastemakers and entrepreneurs on their mindset. When you started tapping into my mindset, what was your walk away? Yeah, oh man. So so it, it, it was, first of all, it was a classic. It was an honor <laughs> to even just be in your presence because, you know, as I said on the show, there was so, there was so much, uh, I, I'm always the behind the scenes guy. Like, right, right. Like what, what's making this, what's making this tick? Um, but when I started tapping into your mindset, the one thing that, that stood out to me um, is that it, it was your resilience, right? Was your ability to not allow Nothing, honestly, right? Nothing yes. to, to stop you. Mm-hmm. That you set a goal, mm-hmm. right? And you see the vision for that goal and you go after that goal regardless, right? Even mm-hmm. when there are obstacles because you've had a lot of obstacles mm-hmm. in your life. There were things that the normal person, right? And I'm using <laughs> normal as a, you know, j- just as a word, right? The right. normal person would have given up, uh, given the 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 the, the obstacles, mm-hmm. given the things that that have happened in your life, um, but 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 the but but your mindset, you know, I I don't even think you understand what giving up means to be honest, right? Because mm-hmm. there there were even moments uh, in our interview that you said something that that the normal person <laughs> would have been more emotionally attached to it. Like, right. oh, this happened, right? But but you was like, oh yeah yeah, it was just that, or oh, you know, and I was like, whoa, like. Again, so so I think I think I think that mindset of um you know you know you know resiliency right. that I know that the goal is this and I know on my way to that goal there are gonna be some some obstacles there are gonna be some roadblocks there are gonna be some detours there are gonna be some things but that's not gonna stop me that's actually right like failure is actually part of success that's what yes. I got that, that 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 the failures the roadblocks the the the, the things that you might stumble on are part of your role to success. So resiliency is that word that I, that I would definitely attribute to you. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, the beauty of you, 
is that uh, my my blessing is that uh, meeting people who um, make me better and being interviewed by you, sitting around your crew, I walked away a better person, a better leader, uh, a motivation. Because sometimes you get trapped into rhythms. And that's why I always tell people to experience. That's why people tell you to go on vacation. So go to different destinations so you can see things and it'll either frustrate you, which I love that because I love two words that you talked about. One word, you say frustration, that people don't understand the value of that. Selfishness, on my side, people don't understand the value of that because they take it negative. They took two negative words, frustration and selfishness, where really those are the keys to your success because you selfishness is denying yourself and taking advantage of every, every hour in a 24 hours. That's selfishness. Say, man, look, if I got to get it done, I got to get it done. That's overcoming the frustration that most people say, I can't get it done because I don't have enough time. I've never understood what that meant. Not enough time? Are you awake? Do you have your help? God bless you to get up. You have enough time. Set some goals and go get it done. But the number one thing about it, and that's why I'm recommending people to, you know, to see your your show that streams Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9, 9 Eastern Standard Time on your YouTube channel, the Ash Cash Show. I'm going to put that in my newsletter. In fact, what I'm going to do, I'm going to get with you because I got these little links I like to drop on my social media and send people can send you questions and let it drop into your Dropbox. And then you can see it and just see how you're affecting people, Ash, because you're an important individual in our society. You're nonstop. And my compliment about you and being the biggie smalls of financial motivation was as, as ultimate compliment as I can get because you, you got the lyrics and the lyrics is financial literacy. And if somebody's speaking it or they say coming off the dome as you are in financial literacy, take that crown, baby. Wear it to the right like Biggie had it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate that. It means a lot. Thank you. And so what's the future for you? Let's, let's wrap it up and let's talk about what's your, what's your future and next step goals. I mean, I mean, the 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 future the future the future was uh, an Emmy Award talk show, but now the future is EGOT, right? Yes. If you know, you know. The future is EGOT. The future is Emmy, uh, you know, Grammy, for, for Oscar, and Tony, right? Right. The, the future is a Grammy. The future is an Oscar. The future is a Tony, and and you know, courtesy of Rashawn McDonald. Uh, so I received that. Um, but yeah, my, you know, my, the future is really for me. Um, just in, continuing to do what I do every single day, mm-hmm. um, but just on a higher level, right? Yes. And so that mm-hmm. that's the beauty of, you know, what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have eight books that I've written. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm writing more books. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a, a daily finance show. I have Inside the Vault mm-hmm. with Ash Cash, which is mm-hmm. a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the goal is just, it just, it's just to continue uh, and reach more people. And so, you know, I'm, I might have a reach of 100,000 or a million people, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. how do I have, how do I get that reach of, of millions yes. of people? Yes. And so it's just mm-hmm. to continue to do the same thing that I'm doing, but on a, on a larger scale. Well, you know, I, I remember a couple of years ago, a guy came and he was interviewing me. He said, man, you're going to fill stadiums. I go, hmm. He said, "You, what you say, you're going to fill stadiums. And I'm going to tell you this, Ash, when I fill that stadium, you're going to be on stage with me, brother. That's how much I respect you. Uh, you know, I, I see you as a younger version of me with, with different goals that are, that are working for you, and I want them to be different from mine. But more importantly, I want to share you in any platform that somebody says— who do you want else on the show? Understand you're going to get a call from me, Ash. Thank you, brother. Because, man, you, 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 you're a beast, dude. And I love you for that. I love your team. I love what y'all doing, man. And if you ever need me for anything, I always know I'm coming without hesitation. 
thank you. That that means that means a lot because you because you were on you you were on the mentorship list as well. So you were, were somebody that was a mentor to me. I, you know, I, I think I told you this, but uh, you know, when 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 back in the Steve Harvey WBLS days, uh-huh. like when when anytime I went in that building. Rashawn McDonald was the name. It rung bells in that building. And I was like, who is this Rashawn McDonald guy? And when I looked you up, I said, oh, he's the guy. That's the guy. And just from a manifestation perspective, Mm -hmm. right, just like thoughts become things. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, now you've been on my show. I'm on your show. You know, what you've just, you know, the the help that you've just uh, offered up. That's literally, you know, you were once a mentor to me. That I that I didn't have access to, and now I'm I'm vibrating. I'm in an energetic alignment with Rashawn McDonald, and now you know I can have you as a real mentor. Absolutely, uh, so that means a lot to Absolutely. me. Absolutely, Ash Cash One. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation, my man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Cool. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation or see more Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.